right, guys, welcome. Uh, today I have Samantha Adams, who's NPC level figure competitor in Texas right now. What, what, um, what city, what town in Texas? Right now I'm in Tyler, Tyler, Tyler. Texas. Yes. Okay. And you're getting ready for which contest? The Kuklo, the Kuklo Classic. Oh, okay. Yeah, on the 26th. That's in two weeks, less than two weeks now. I didn't know he had his own contest already. Yeah, actually, I heard that there's one here in Texas and there's another one uh, somewhere in another state. Uh, I just overheard that. I was like, no, I didn't know there was, I thought it was just a, a Texas uh, a show, but apparently there's another one somewhere. Which of the gyms do you train at? Is there any, I, I know there's like a, a handful of famous gyms down there in Texas. So. Uh, well, maybe not in Tyler. Uh, there'll be the, there, there's going to be like the, you know, the, known gyms that aren't really gyms the ones that we make fun on oh um, yeah <laughs> on instagram yeah you know those uh no there's little there's a lot of little gyms that are you know that that have their good stuff they, they have good machines and if you're if you're a gym hopper like sometimes i am you know i like going from one gym to another depending on what i want to train yeah uh yeah you can find whatever you know you need and in, in all these little gems around here so that's that's pretty good but like uh like the show is going to be in plano and that's not too far from dallas it's like really up next to dallas so i might i, I i've been wanting to go see um destination dallas yeah, yeah that's one that gym right there is pretty well known um and there's you know a few uh well-known uh bodybuilders that that train there uh i just you know me it's more it's not for the name that I would go there is for, for the machines, man. You see some machines on those videos. You're like, man, I want to try that one. That was, yeah. There's machine. um actually there's one called Texas Gym. I don't know what town it's in, but it's like got a lot of the old school stuff, like yeah. first generation hammer strength, the ones that are heavier. And um, yeah. I saw it on um, Ron Partlow's show, uh, Mutant on a Mission. I, he goes to a couple gyms in Texas. So yeah. that's um that's uh, I've thought about coming down there like moving wise because i know that industry is huge down there there's contests like branch and ronnie all these guys have contests down there there's gyms everywhere it's yeah. got to be an awesome place for a competitor oh for sure yeah there's a lot and and even if you're living in a small town or you know a little city uh the shows are going to be in the bigger cities and it's it's like a little family you'll always you know find competitors that you, you've seen before and Oh yeah, you know some will go in Dallas, and then you'll you'll find them again in Houston and a show in Houston. Hawaii, the community is extremely small. Like there's a lot of us that it do is. it, but we all know each other. So the backstage mm -hmm. is like everybody's just kind of catching up and stuff when they're back there from the last time contest yeah. we had. Now you um, we just you just told me you're not originally from Texas, That's and correct. um, you also I've only been doing this for a few years compared to some people. You've only been trained this like you said six years or so. So yeah, can you um. Can you give us a background of how that started, like where you came from and how you got into this? What got you going to this direction? Because you said you always worked out and stuff, but you didn't really get start grasping the knowledge and stuff and get into training until just a few years ago. So how did that all that happen? Yeah, well, um, it started, uh, the weightlifting part started uh, when I moved here uh, from France. That's where I was born and, and raised. Uh, and um, before that, um, you know, the only notion, knowledge I knew I had was from mainstream media and, and, and remember I was born and raised in Europe. So over there, I guess the, the idea of a woman, you know, lifting weights was not, is, is not something very common. I think it's more, uh, if you're an athlete, you know, either you're born into being an athlete, uh, you know, you start very, very young, like in France, for example, we would have uh, uh, examples of children in, in Russia, you know, that would start like at the age of three, you know, doing these uh, weightlifting and gymnastics, especially gymnastics, really. Um, so it was either you were born in it or, you know, you became a, like a, a tennis player. Or a, yeah, that, that kind of sports those kind of sports there but lifting weight you know actually bodybuilding isn't isn't very well um it's, it's it's not a notion that people have there especially for women um and the idea that i had also came from my family my mother i remember her saying like when we would see a bodybuilder on tv she'd be like oh yeah that 
that's fake. That's not real muscle. It's uh, and it, it was kind of like saying that it were is it was made out of air, you know. And I I kind of believed that. I didn't know that uh, bodybuilders were actually strong and could lift, you know, heavy heavy weight. So um, mainly before I started lifting weights, in my in my mind, I was never going to be a bodybuilder. I was never gonna going to have a six pack or you know, wide, broad shoulders, like I, you know, like I, I've been working to get to. Um, and amazingly, uh, as soon as I started lifting weights, I noticed the difference. And I was like, well, you know, I've been wanting to have like rounder shoulders because after 30, that's kind of what happens to a woman. You know, you kind of have your shoulders that kind of, it gets flat. It just, you know, your arms don't look the same. Uh, so I was like, I want to, I want to have round shoulders and I remember looking on the internet and trying to get an idea of a, uh, a woman you know the look of a woman that I, I wanted to resemble and the first image that you know that really caught my eye was DLB and I had no idea who DLB was uh, but I wanted her shoulders so I started working out and following her uh, on Instagram and you know trying to do the same kind of workouts uh, so after I started getting some shoulders I was like well you know I kind of want to get a, you know, I kind of want a six pack now. <laughs> and, you know, sure enough, if you work hard and this, it's, it's what I love about this, this sport is that whatever you put your mind, you set your mind to, you will actually get, you know, if you want bigger shoulders, you'll get bigger shoulders. If you want a six pack, by God, you will get that six pack. You know, it's just consistency and hard work. And, and that's, that was a revelation to me. Did, that, did I get off the subject? <laughs> no, actually, um, you brought up a good point. One thing I've noticed about myself and other people when they get into this, uh, they'll, they'll have some kind of small goal, like to be able to get in shape for a wedding or something like that. But then once they see they can do it, you know, there's some people that are happy there, but then there's some people like, well, if I did this, how much more can I do? And then once right. they get there, they're like, well, how much more can I do if I do this? And it becomes the lifestyle thing where they're like, I want to see how much I can get done before I'm not able to do anything anymore. Yeah. And um, that's where people like us come in. You know, that's what we do. It's, it's um, you know, for, you know, for me, it's always a learning experience. Cause I'm always trying to do different stuff, but I mean, it's, um, it's, it is, it's awesome. It's, it's a very powerful feeling when you realize you can, if you want something or you want your body to look a certain way or achieve a certain level of health, you have the abilities to, to, to yes. fix the variables to make it happen. And also another thing, uh, I remember, you know, growing up, uh, I was told that to look a certain way you had, especially for a woman, uh, the ideal woman back then was, you know, a model, like very, very skinny, uh, and pretty much the only way to achieve that, that look was to starve yourself <laughs> and do a lot of cardio. So there was never any uh, weightlifting involved and the nutrition part was completely, you know, non-existent. So yeah. uh, coming from there and discovering all that, it's, it's a, a whole new world that opens the doors, you know, to you. And it's just, it's phenomenal. Uh, there's no way you, you, you cannot uh, uh, how do you say? See that where my French is. Uh, um, you're always building uh, into a certain direction. You're never going backwards in this in, in this uh, sport. Correct. Do you understand what I mean? It's no, like I got you're you. always you're always improving. It doesn't go the other way around. Like I come from a, a you know pretty bad background uh health wise uh drugs a lot of drugs uh and alcohol you know um when you decide one day you wake up and you're like this is this is not going in the right direction i mean to a point where it's like you only have two options now it's either you keep going that way and you won't see another birthday you know or you decide to you know get your life back in uh uh, in shape. And, uh, so, you, you know, you make that choice and you realize, uh, after so many years of decline, that's what it is. It's decline. You see your, you know, your health and your body just looks worse and worse, you know, day on, uh, year, years going by. But when you start 
taking care of your body, it's reversing the entire process. You're, you feel younger, you look younger, uh, you feel healthy. You actually, for once in your life, you wake up thinking, I look, I look great right now. I can't wait to see what I'm going to look like in a year, in two years, in five years from now. Alex, um, there's quite a few people that have gotten into this and have used it as a form of therapy to get out of like a, a bad past. I mean, myself, I was a heavy drinker and um, mm-hmm. I was, I knew I was never going to be able to compete unless I stopped. So mm-hmm. I had, cause there was a couple times where I tried competing and I was still drinking on the weekends and shit. But then uh, I, think I, I thought, remember reading about that on your, you know, on your Instagram. Yeah. I've talked or, about it a few times. I, I post yeah. some, some old pictures from college when I was like partying and shit all the time. But there's um, <laughs> I, it, it's, I think the structure and the goal setting and um, knowing that you actually feel like the, your future's in your hands, you're actually able yeah. to control how you progress. I think that's why it tends to be a good form of therapy for people that need to change their lifestyle. You know, that's how it's supposed to be. It was so, so structured that I knew if I stepped off, I would be fucking up. So it would, it would keep me on Definitely, track. Definitely. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Like you say, the structure is very important. Uh, because you know, you wake up in the morning and you don't always feel like you want to go to the gym. You don't always feel like, you know, you got another leg day today. And like, oh my God, it's hard. You know, it's hard. But when, when you do it for a certain amount of time, you don't even, it's, it becomes, it becomes an uh, automatic response. Your body, you know, you'll wake up and you'll put your clothes on and you'll head to the gym. And once you're there, you're like, okay, well, you know, I'm here, I'm going to work out and all that. It's just, it, it's, it's a, it's, it's a mechanism, you know, you just have to get used to it and then you don't have to think about it anymore. It's no longer a decision anymore. You wake up and you know, that's what you have to do that day. It's not, am I going to do this? Exactly. Yeah. When, when you make that switch, that's when you can really do some cool shit with yourself is when you, when you can yes. get that, that mindset. Um, yes. And if all the time, since everything you do is geared towards what you're going to look like on stage or what you're going to look like when you go to the beach or your what your exactly. works, when, when everything you do determines your health and stuff, it uh-huh. keeps you busy because of course, what's the first thing if I didn't eat right and I didn't train, I'd be bored. I'd probably go buy another case of beer, you know? So True, it's, yeah. it's, uh, it keeps you from getting bored. I think uh-huh. that's one of the reasons I liked it so much. Um, and you know, I think it's in the human nature. We're all, we're all addicts of something, you know, we yes. all need to take our mind off, you know, the everyday life. And unfortunately a lot of people, you know, just make the wrong decisions and, uh, you know, try to get that edge off with, with like drugs or alcohol when, you know, I mean, working out is also a drug. It releases, you know, those, uh, endorphins, right? Yeah. In your brain yes. makes you happy. <laughs> so, you know, you, you become a- addicted to it really, but it's a good addiction. I think so. I, um, and especially, you know, right now with everything going on, I don't know how Texas is, but Hawaii, we're on our second lockdown. And oh, so really? people that are, have bad habits that can't train because the gyms are closed. So you're like, oh, wow. the only thing to keep, to keep some of these people, I mean, literally, it, it could be the thing that keeps people from killing themselves that day to yeah. on into a bad habit that day. And then you take that away from them because I'm not going to get into the details of the virus. I do that too much on podcasts, but <laughs> because I don't think I don't think it's a good I, I don't think the, the sacrifice is worth it. No, and, definitely um, not. I agree. It's it's uh, that what you're saying is how we're creatures of habit and to take away our good habits is not very good. It's not very healthy. No. Now, um, when did you decide to do your first competition? What what got you? Would you just, as you started being able to, to control how you look and stuff, did you say, hey, let me see what I do on stage or somebody talk you into it or what happened? Yeah, I, I kind of remember it's, it was somebody kind of talked me into it. Uh, you know, you go to the gym and like we were talking about earlier, you, you, you get, you put goals, you set goals and you reach those goals and you're like, okay, now what next? And uh, I remember I was, I, I didn't know much about nutrition uh, when I started, uh, when I decided to, to do a show, but I, I was like, okay, let's try, uh, let's try cutting back some fat now. I wanted to see what I had built really underneath, you know, the layers of fat. I wanted to see where the muscle was, right? Yeah. So I decided to cut a little bit and um, uh, I was measuring my body fat, I remember, and I was, I was pretty low. It was 
around 12%, 11%, which was my lowest ever. So it was, you know, that was already a victory right there. And I remember somebody saying, we're like, hey, I see you're, you know, you're cutting your body fat like that. Are you going to go on stage or something? And I'm like, you know what? No, I've, I've never wanted to, but now that you mention it, why not? <laughs> so uh, I remember contacting uh, someone on, on Instagram that I kind of bonded uh, on Instagram. Uh, it's uh, IFBB Pro uh, uh, Melissa Kaylee. I'm sorry, I had to, <laughs> to think for a second. Uh, she's a she's a figure pro, and I remember following her on Instagram, and she got her pro card that year. And uh, so I contacted her and I was asking uh, if she also did training, uh, if she would train me and she agreed to. So she was my first coach um, on the first show, which was, which was the uh, Lila Grada. And uh, so we started from there and there's a few things you gotta know. When I started, uh, I was really happy. You know, of course I was really happy to do a show. I couldn't ever imagine myself being at that level. You know, I always thought, okay, I'm working out, I'm building a little bit of muscle, but I wanted to make sure that I had reached a certain, you know, muscul uh, muscularity, I guess, yes. to, you know, to walk on stage. Um, of course, I hadn't reached it yet, but, and I will, I will never be satisfied, you know, like any bodybuilders, I guess. But uh, back then I thought I was, I was pretty badass, you know. <laughs> So I was like, let's do this. Um, I have uh, very bad circulation in my legs. Okay. Um, so when I, when I decided to do that show, I um, asked Melissa, I said, listen, I have a very, very ugly, varicose vein on my leg. And it was from the upper thigh, uh, well, mid thigh up to mid uh, shin, you know, all the way down. Uh, and it was really gross. Uh, but she was like, yeah, you know, we can see it, but it, it'll be all right. You can, you know, they don't, they don't pay attention to that. I was like, well, all right. Okay. Well, you know, let's do it. Now that I look at the pictures, I'm like, Ugh, you know, it was a bad idea, but I had it fixed. So I don't have that anymore, but it was kind of, uh, it was kind of, uh, how do you say, I wasn't pushing myself very, very hard on the legs because of that issue. It was, it was, you know, it's pretty painful. And um, um, when you're when you're pushing on your legs, like when you're doing squats or when you're doing leg press, you see that vein starting to swell, and you're like, oh my god, that thing's gonna pop one day. And it's it's, it's pretty frightening. But uh, thank goodness I had that taken care of. But I also have another issue. I have a what's it called? A hernia also behind my belly button that also kind of you know comes out like that so uh, the reason why i'm bringing that up is that you know you think that those little details are gonna keep you from uh, you know reaching certain goals fitness goals uh, but they're just excuses you know you can go past those little uh, uh, aesthetic problems uh, and and actually you know be able to compete when I was backstage at the Lila Brada, there was, there was uh, I remember a few girls uh, that were, you know, looking at themselves and thinking, oh my gosh, I have all this extra skin. Uh, it's not gonna look good on stage and all that. And we were like, no, they don't pay attention to that. That's not, that's not what they look at when you're on stage. It's, it's the symmetry of your body, the muscle mass, uh, all those little things. You're a woman, you know, you're gonna have stretch marks. You're gonna have loose skin. Uh, it's it's not important, you know. So the reason I'm bringing that up is just that you know I know there's a lot of girls out there that think that they can't uh, step on stage because they have you know little issues like that. Well, it's not an issue. You can actually you know compete with that. Yeah, so. you can. Yeah, absolutely. I've seen I've seen one with uh, stretch marks and stuff. You get on stage and it's just fine. Do you do personal training as a career? Is that something you do on the side, or well? See, here's the thing. It started yeah. as a career, <laughs> but then COVID hit. Yes. Thanks, COVID. Closed all the gyms, like, you know, like it's also happening right now in your state. Yes. And, uh, well, you know, I was, I guess, I think it was a month and a half or something like that without work. 
And uh, so I had to find another job. So I started working in a warehouse. Thank goodness, you know, they, they were hiring because with all that was going on, there was it was hard to find another job, really. So I got that job and now I'm doing training on the side. But yeah, that that was a hit. That was pretty hard. Yeah. Um, what got you wanting to get into training? Well, pretty much uh, because I realized all the um, pre-made ideas that I had, you know, about fitness, about, you know, bodybuilding and all that, um, misconceptions that I had about bodybuilding. And I discovered, you know, the real bodybuilding world. Uh, I, was, I was thinking, well, I'm pretty much sure I'm not the only one that, that thinks that way, you know, that believes that a woman can't, you know, or, or a man or any, anybody that can't achieve a certain goal because they think it's too late, you know, they're too old, uh, they have, you know, this and that issues, uh, uh, I don't know, like back problems or anything, and they think that it's not for them. Uh, well, that's one of the reasons I wanted to become a trainer, it was to show that anybody, anybody, and that means anybody can do uh, bodybuilding. Uh, I mean, and uh, no, I'm sorry. Anybody can train, can better themselves, you know, and that's very important to actually uh, better yourself because there's only two options in life. Either you start declining, you know, or you start improving. And uh, unfortunately, a lot of people uh, believe that they're not declining. They think that they're just, you know, living the life, you know, everyday life, going to work, coming back home, sitting on the couch eating 10,000 calories in front of the TV and all that. And they think they're, they're living that way, but you're not, you're just setting a timer. You know, you're, you're like this time bomb ready to go off any minute because you're, uh, you're not healthy. Uh, so, you know, just 30 minutes working out a little bit every day, uh, changing your, uh, your nutrition um, can, can remedy that. And, People need to understand also that if you uh, if you put that aside, you know, if you don't think about getting a healthy life, uh, it's going to become very expensive for you. You know, you're, you're going to end up being sick, going to the hospital, paying medical bills, paying the doctors, paying medication that eventually will not even make you feel better. They're just going to, uh, you know, put to sleep uh, the the uh, issues that you have and just you know create even more of them so just makes it bearable uh, at that point you're doing it just for it so it'll be bearable exactly yeah bearable that's yeah. exact words yes so you know changing your lifestyle um and people imagine that doing that they're taking away from you know their life you're not taking anything away you're really actually improving it you're, you're making your life much better uh you know waking up in the morning and not hurting everywhere uh, waking up and not, you know, and feeling, uh, when, when you're eating right, you're going to, you're going to feel better. If you eat wrong, just, just look at when you're, uh, eating a meal, how you feel after you eat that meal says a lot about what you ate. Yes. You know, if you feel heavy and nauseous and all that, you know, because you ate too much, you ate rich foods and all that, you, you'll feel different than if you're eating something healthy. Uh, where you actually feel you're nourished your body and not just filled the void, you know, <laughs> yeah. like a lot of people uh, do. Uh, so, um, and I'm sorry, I kind of went from one thing to another and I kind of lost fine. the topic here. What were we talking about? I'm really bad at that. You're going to have to I, forgive me. I do it all the time. <laughs> if you listen to my other channel where we talk about random stuff, I go on tangents all the time. We were talking about how, um, what got you into oh, yeah. training? Into training, yeah. So yeah, I wanted, I kind of, it's, it's like discovering a treasure, you know, and you're like, wow, I got to share this with the world, you know? So yes. it was the kind of the feeling I had. It was like, dude, you know, uh, I, I actually learned something really important in, in this, in this journey. And, uh, it's, you just want to, you want to share it, you know, you want to pass it on. Um, I, it kind of, um, it kind of came at the same time 
the uh, training and to become a trainer, I mean, and uh, doing my first show, I actually had started uh, doing the training online for the NASM, uh, the CPT uh, online. I started uh, the, the classes and right after that, I decided to do my first show. And at first I was like, I don't really know if I want to do this at the same time because I was like, I'm not a very scholar kind of person. <laughs> and I was like, if I'm on a low carb, you know, diet and all that, and uh, it might, you know, kind of be counterproductive, but actually, no, it went, it went pretty well. I was able to, I had a job. I was working, uh, I was working seven days a week, really, because I was working uh, at the gym uh, during the weekdays. On the weekend, I was uh, working in a warehouse, a 12-hour shift, uh, learning online and preparing for my show. So I was doing all that at the same time. And I think I'm kind of the psychotic person that needs you know, a lot on my plate to be productive in some kind of way. Uh, so it, it, it worked out, it worked out pretty good. Uh, got my certification and, uh, and then got a personal training position in a, in a gym. I want everybody so. to take in what she just said about all the shit she was doing while getting ready for a contest and still got it done. <laughs> That's it's, right. <laughs> yeah, there's a, if you if it's cheesy, but if you want it bad enough, you will find a way to get it done. And yeah, that's and what you this, have to do. And this is also something that I, I tell my clients. I'm like, you you will always find 30 minutes in your day yes. to to go work out. And the way the way I put it is, I rather tell them 30 minutes than an hour because you know what happens. You go to the gym, you work out for 30 minutes. You do that maybe you know a few times a week. And then you know what, after a couple of weeks, you'll be like, I didn't do all the exercises I want to do today. I want to stay a little longer. So, you know, you stay there 45 minutes and then it goes to an hour. So it, that's the way it goes though. You know, at least you get them in the gym. You got the most important step is the one that takes you to the gym. Uh, Cause a lot of people have a, a hard time, you know, just going there. Uh, once they're there, you know, you're here. So it might as well work out. Right. So, uh, I always, I always tell them, you know, you, you can find 30 minutes in your day. Yeah. That's a, that's a interesting point. I've never had that. Anybody say that before about how if you can go for 30 minutes and then you, you're going to stay longer. So that's, that's, I might have to take that tactic from you. That's pretty good. Now I want to, <laughs> um, I want to talk about, cause you were, what contest were you originally getting ready for? Cause I want to talk about how you manage. I'm going to show these people like your, your conditioning you're in now, you know, your body fat <laughs> right now, like, like right now, do you, have you measured it? You know, you know what? I haven't, not this time. Uh, last show I was at 8%. 8%. Yeah. Well, you and actually, I, you look bigger now than you did for your last contest. You know, it's funny because I'm actually eight pounds or actually now nine pounds lighter than I was on stage. I lost 30 pounds on this prep. Well, you're, um, you look rounder, like your shoulders pop more and stuff in the pictures you show than from the, when I looked at your <laughs> old contest pictures. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, it, I'm, I'm, I'm surprised and I'm, uh, I'm happy about the results. Yeah, sure. Big yeah. Difference. You were originally getting ready for a show earlier in the season, right? Well here, yeah. Um, I was actually still getting ready for the Kuklo. It was, and I was trying to remember because I saw the questions you were going to ask about, about the show. And I was like, I can't remember how we decided to keep on going. But now I remember the show wasn't canceled. It was postponed. So when it was supposed to be in May, it was supposed to be, I think, the 23rd or 26th of May. And seven weeks before, that's when we knew that it, you know, canceled sort of but that it should be in September. We didn't have the date confirmed, but we knew it wasn't completely canceled. So that's why I stayed in prep mode. You know, I didn't want to get off track. Okay. Because I'm, I love food. You know, I'm not going to hide it. I love food. And <laughs> especially now that I haven't had any food, food, food. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That was last show. And, uh, I did not know anything about posing. Now I have a, see, you can see on my leg there kind of. Yeah, you can barely the, see it, but I mean. So that's the thing though, on stage, you can't see it. You have the tan, which is, you know, like so dark, uh, 
it's, yeah, you can, you can hide tattoos and everything with that tan. It's, it's crazy. Um, and yeah, you, you can see it. So some of these bodybuilders that, uh, like pro bodybuilders, when you see them on stage, they look great. And then you see them in person, they've got stretch marks all over the place. Oh yeah. So you can't hide guys. it on stage. Yeah. Oh yeah, you can definitely hide it. Now, do you think um, that bad circulation in your legs? Um, now, if you got you got it fixed, that your legs will come in better this contest. Well, um, I've had a hard time getting my legs to dial in on this prep. I mean, I've been on prep for like thirty-three weeks, dude. Yeah, thirty-three weeks. Time. And uh, even though at some point, you know, we weren't like cutting, cutting, uh, I was still, you know, being, uh, I was still you know, kind of maintaining and slowly losing, you know, a bit of weight. Uh, I, I never gained. It's pretty much what I mean. Uh, during those 33 weeks, I was always losing. Uh, but yeah, they're finally, finally dialing in. Um, but no, to see the problem with the bad circulation is hereditary and it comes back. Oh. So it will, it will come back. Actually, my right leg is starting to have the same issues. So, you know, whatever. It's just, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be 44. It's something I got to live with. <laughs> yeah. Um, what was I going to say? Oh yeah. Talk about, I want, that's what I wanted you to talk about is how you kept that conditioning and stuff when you found out, okay, we're going to keep pushing this contest back. So what measures are you going to have to take to make sure you don't slip off or anything like that? So, cause I mean, that's, that's rough trying to even stay that low body fat for that long period of time, especially for a yeah. woman because women stop menstruating below 10%. Some of them do. So, I mean, it, it can, right. it can really, it, it can take a toll on you. We're not really supposed to be so low in body fat for certain periods of time. Oh, for sure. Like the minimum for a woman is like 12%. Yes. Uh, it's like, you know, the minimum necessary uh, or whatever they want to call it. Uh, yeah. When you're underneath that, it's pretty, it's pretty hard. And it's not just, it's mental. It's, it's, it takes a toll. Uh, I'm, I wasn't, it wasn't an issue until maybe, I want to say a month ago, where it's starting to hit me hard. You know, I was, of course, many times I wanted to say, you know, let's just quit. You know, I'm done. I'm tired. Uh, you know, you, you go through those stages all the time. I mean, in the morning, you will, you'll wake up and you'll be like, wow, I look great. I love it. This is amazing. I'm going to look fantastic. Two, two hours later, you're like, oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> this is not going to work, you know. <laughs> but, yeah, it's, it's, uh, you just got to gotta go past that, you know. It's, it's just a phase. You just got to remember that you put in a lot of work and, and sometimes you just got to see the big picture, you know. Was there Stop any? Trying to, I'm sorry. Oh, so was there any tactics with like the food or anything you did to to make sure you wouldn't get burned out too early? Anything like that? Did you like lay off cardio for a few weeks? Did you increase your food for a few weeks and cut it back down, or you just stayed on the same program? Well, food wise, I was really just following what my coach was telling me. Uh, Joe uh, Cantu is coach on uh, my coach on this uh, prep, and he he was pretty pretty awesome. Uh, like my meal plan has changed so many times. Uh, he'll, he'll email me one meal plan and then he'll be like, okay, hang on, you know what, uh, eat this and tomorrow take some pictures. We'll see how you, your body acts. And, uh, he'll be like, okay, never mind. Let's do this for next week. And so it's, it's always changing. He's always, you know, it's very detailed, which is, it's good. And at the same time, it's like, ugh, I'm a person of habit. I, I don't mind eating the same thing over and over again. Uh, but you know, this prep is completely different in that way. Uh, the food has changed a lot during the prep. Uh, so I guess maybe that was a good thing because, you know, I don't, I didn't get tired of it. It was always different. Maybe that's what kept me on track. I don't know. Um, I think it was mainly, I wasn't thinking about the food. It was more the end result. Uh, I knew that already at a certain stage. I looked and felt better than for my first prep. So I would just couldn't wait to see the end result. You know, I was thinking it would be a shame to, you know, go backwards here. Uh, let's just keep going and see where, where it's going to take us. Well, it's also his yeah. first prep with you, right? I'm sorry. Is this the first time he's, he's prepped you? Yes. It's, uh, yeah. So yeah, he, like that's every time, like I know from my experience, when I prep somebody first, we're trying to figure everything out. And usually the more that I prep with somebody, the better I can almost predict 
what's mm-hmm. going to happen as well as that client will also know what to tell me because they'll know they'll start knowing better what signs I'm looking for. And mm-hmm. uh, I had a, I had a girl once she was, she's a firefighter on Island. She, by uh, the last, let's see, she won overall at the, uh, it's called NPC Pacific Islands, but it was attached to the Hawaii pro. Like the first time we had a pro show down here. And, That's um, cool. the first time we were trying all this stuff, trying to figure out what was going on. But like the second time, third time we prepped, it was like, like we could get her ready in no time just because we started uh-huh. learning what works. So yeah, that's, uh, well, that's, that's good that he's going through and trying to figure all that stuff out now. It's awesome. Yeah. And you know, kudos to him because it, it was, it was pretty hard uh, because of the time of prep we had, you know, we, we kind of had the machine started and then all of a sudden, boom, you know, we went from seven weeks out to 24 weeks out. Jesus so he had to maintain what we, you know, he didn't want to put me through uh, like a bulk or anything because, yeah, you know, probably because he didn't know how I was going to react, you know, uh, <laughs> I could have just blown up and then it would have been hard to, to get back on track. But uh, no, he, he maintained it. Uh, we stayed, it, it was, it was, a, even though it was a long and painful prep, it was a very good prep that, that I'm really happy with. But uh, you know, the next time you hear people complain about eating food or whatever, you'll be like, man, that ain't shit. <laughs> oh, you know, I keep telling myself, the, it's what I love about prep. You, every meal you eat, it's like the best food on earth. I yeah. mean, I used to, I don't like fish. You know, I'm not a big fish fan. I eat my cod now. It's like, I can't wait to eat it. Um, yeah. Uh, I never thought a day of my life I would love asparagus. Now I can't wait to eat my asparagus with my, my chicken. Yeah. You know, it's like, well, of course, you know, I know how to cook it now. So, yeah, well, exactly. not the asparagus. I have to buy those because I, I just gave up on the asparagus. I can't cook that shit. But uh, <laughs> I just buy them frozen and I put, yeah. pop that in the microwave. But other than that, all the other food I prep myself. And honestly, it's like the best thing on earth, you know, delicious food. Yeah, you, and, learn, you learn how to get around it. You learn how to cook stuff. You know, it, it, oh, yeah. Experience. Oh, yeah, definitely. Well, you know, you're going to eat it every day, several times a day, so you're going to make sure it's good. See, I don't understand how people, you know, uh, go f- through a prep and don't enjoy the food that they're eating. Like, you're doing something wrong. I mean, it should be – you feel when you're eating that food that it's not just – filling up your stomach it's nourishing your body you can feel every bit of that food going in your body and doing its work you know it's just fantastic like i really feel like i'll feel tired and and run down and then i'll eat my food and all of a sudden boom you know the energy comes back like my muscles are alive again you know it's uh if if you don't get that feeling (laughs) that's not good you know (laughs) you should be finding a, a different way to cook your food the mind, the mindset on food changes too. Like you start eating for purpose, so you know if you get that meal down, you're you're one step closer to what you want. So exactly. you're kind of more motivated to eat. I, you know, I have no problem eating now, and I can eat faster, even the stuff I don't like, because I know, you know, at the diet, that's what I have to do. You know, and that's oh, yeah. uh, when when people start like you, like everything else we talked about. When you can make that mental switch, man, it just makes life oh, a yeah. lot easier. And you know, when when I will get my cheat meals, uh, like that is also the best food, you know, you'll ever eat. You don't feel the same afterwards though. Not like you're eating, you know, when you're eating your fish and rice or whatever, uh, when you eat that cheat meal, it feels good when you're eating it. But right after you're like, Ooh, sets on your stomach, you know, it's completely yeah. different. <laughs> yeah, different it's, what, uh, what do you like? I was going to ask you that when you, when it comes to just eating cheap food or whatever, what's your go-to? Oh man, I keep, keep they keep asking me that and uh, it would be anything right now but <laughs> it's like, i'll go on instagram and i'll be watching food porn all day it's anything <laughs> sweet. like you'll see me in front of my phone i'll be like oh and it's just a cookie you know <laughs> it's a very gooey cookie and i'll be like oh my god no um i guess when i do get a cheat meal it's i go straight for a burger but you know right. not like fast food burger it'll be like you know you sit down in a yeah. you know restaurant kind of and you order the burger and I'll and I'll be the, the complicated one you know I'll be like okay so I want the burger uh, medium rare 
no cheese, no mayo, uh, put this or that, you know? <laughs> so yeah. They'll be like, I'm the same way. That's how, that's exactly what I go for. <laughs> but oh my God, it's the best burger. Mm-hmm. I know. I, I, I was wondering, like being from France, if you had, if you're, um, your primary choices of food are different or if the, the prep was a little bit different for you to get used to because of the foods or something like that? Uh, well, if I were in France, maybe it would be different. Maybe I would go to something else. I can't think of anything I would go to really, but, uh, well, you know, except for all the pastries, obviously yeah, yeah. the bread and stuff, I guess, I guess if I had a cheat meal over there, it would be, uh, all the breads, you know, they have the bread is just, just you, you would go down to the boulangerie, get your baguettes, fresh baguette that's still warm, you bring it back to the apartment, slice that thing, you know, lengthwise, put some butter in there, the butter out of the fridge that would still be cold, but you put it in the in the warm bread so it would like melt in it, and just just eat that, and it was like ooh, the best food on earth delicious it's made it's made daily right you can go to places where it's made every day oh yeah i mean they the boulangerie they open like at i want to say 5 a.m uh but they're starting you know baking and all that around three o'clock in the morning and that's one thing i remember you know when we used to when we were young and we used to go out thing that i don't do anymore uh like you would you would come back home in the middle of the night and walk in the streets of Paris and you would smell the, the bread, you know, being cooked, being baked. And uh, you would go knock on the back door and say, hey, do you have any uh, croissant or anything ready? You know, it wasn't in the store yet. It was just yeah. out of the oven. And they would sell you, you know, the croissant fresh out of the, of the wow. oven. Oh, my God. Like, yeah, that was, that was pretty cool. That's – um. I've noticed on the mainland, it's a lot of people, it's like bread. But if you come like here, uh-huh. it's all rice. Like every home is a rice cooker. You put rice yeah. in everything. And that's which is better for the lifestyle because I eat rice all the time now. But oh. I went home. And my sister didn't even have a rice cooker when I went home. Like I'm from North Carolina. But like that's, <laughs> they're all bread. Like they all eat biscuits and shit because I'm from the south. They all eat like shit down there. Oh, hey. Tyler, Texas, man. This is East Texas. Oh, I'm and- sure. They eat like crap too, yeah. But yeah, not, that's one of the things uh, I have my clients do when I do their uh, uh, nutrition. I'll be like, get yourself a rice cooker. You'll thank me later. Rice cooker and a, uh, uh, what's it called? A pressure cooker. I do my chicken in there and I will never do chicken, you know, differently anymore. You just put your whole, uh, uh, well, of course it's chicken breast, but you like to put your whole pieces in there just put a little bit of water and I put some seasoning, close it about 25 minutes. Maybe I think it's cooked. It, it kind of tastes, I mean, I used a certain, um, uh, what's it called a uh, seasoning on there, but the way the, the meat cooks, it's, it tastes almost like rotisserie chicken. It's just, Oh, well, wow. I, I always get it too dry when I pressure cook and I can't figure out really? how to do it. Yeah. Well, um, see, I didn't, I didn't really look at the, how to cook it and all that the only thing i read was like you have to put a minimum a minimum of a cup of water in there so that's what i do i just put like a cup of water with all my chicken and that's plenty right there i, I use mean, the air it fryer floats it kind of floats in the in the water but it works you, know, you just fish it out and it's, it's amazing you ever had an air fryer yeah i actually have an air fryer i cook my fish in it I put everything in there because that way I don't have to stay in the kitchen. I can even make patties out of the the ground turkey and Mm -hmm. I just put it in there and I walk in the next room till I hear it beep and then I go in there and change it out. Mm -hmm. I love it. Well, see, I have like, I have to cook so many different foods. I'll have the rice cooker, either cooking rice or vegetables. I'll have the air fryer cooking my chicken, uh, my, my fish. And then I'll have the pressure cooker cooking my chicken all that at the same time, <laughs> you know, so I, I like you, you know, I'll put it in, wait for the timer to go off and voila, you know, you, um, uh, yeah. do you, um, now I know this preps longer, but is there this one easier or harder than the last one you did? Like sometimes when people prep as they do it more, it gets easier each time. Like their body snaps back to it quicker. Some people it gets harder. If they, especially if they're a person that likes to get fat after every contest, then sometimes it can get harder for the prep. But what, um, what, 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 
Go what ahead. tips? What tips and what stuff do you have that you've learned from the last prep to this one? Well, honestly, there was so different uh, from each other. Uh, last prep, I had carbs like up until the end. Yeah. This prep, I don't have any carbs right now. It's like I didn't think I was going to be able to live without carbs, but you know, you just every day you surprise yourself on you know how far you can can take it. You know. Uh, so, that, and it's funny cause I'm always, every time I get my meal plan, I'm like, you know, bitching about it. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> so unfair. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to do it. <laughs> but then, you know, you do it and you're like, oh, well, you know what? I was bitching for nothing. It was <laughs> pretty easy. Do you, have, do you have any fats uh, because your carbs are out or is it just straight protein? Uh, yeah, I had, well, right now I had fats last week, I believe I had avocado. Now I don't. It's just straight spinach or green beans and uh, asparagus and fish, egg whites, and uh, chicken. That's, That's tough. It is. That's, oh, <laughs> in the morning, tough. no. Uh, in the morning, he changed my first meal. I had yams. I'm like, okay. <laughs> hmm. uh, we'll try that. But uh, no, the other prep, yeah, I had, I had carbs pretty much all the way. I had my oatmeal. Man, do I miss my oatmeal. That thing is, mm. like I dream about it still, you know, it's like, when, when, when I'll get my oatmeal again, but it's not going to happen. Um, uh, any tips? Not really. I mean, uh, just, you got to trust the process. Yes. You know, if you one. would, li if I would listen to myself, I wouldn't do any of what I'm told to do. Like, uh, honestly, you know, I, why would I put myself through this hell, you know? <laughs> yeah. But the coach knows better. I mean, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a coach. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a trainer too, but it's, you need somebody to, uh, be accountable to. Trainers that just cause you're a trainer doesn't mean you can train yourself. Sometimes trainers will second guess a lot of their shits. They either think oh. they're superhuman or they're trying to experiment with stuff where they need to be doing the prep. And uh, mm -hmm. I know that's from experience because I've done this quite a few times. But if I would have had okay. to change anything, I would have hired a coach my first contest and would have started mm -hmm. doing that instead of trying to learn everything myself because, as you see, it's um, – And, I mean, honestly, I'll be looking – you know, the reason I see, I see that, I see it with my eyes is I, I will take pictures, you know, I'll take selfies all day long, you know, I'll be like, ooh, flexing like that. Yeah. Ooh, that's a new muscle, I'm happy. You know, I'll take a picture and I'm thinking, wow, I look badass, you know, and two weeks go by, I'll go through my phone, look at the pictures and I'm like, what in the hell was I thinking? You know, I did not look that good. And if I, you know, if I was a training, if I was coaching myself for this show, I would not be at the level I am now at the, you know, I hadn't, I wouldn't have reached the level. Well, you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah, I got. But you. I am now. If I would, if I were going with what I thought, because you know, obviously, I thought two weeks ago I looked pretty badass, but I didn't. You know, so that's why you need somebody. You know, you 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 are accountable to because they, you know, they have that bigger view, that bigger picture view, that you don't. Do you, you um, know, are, it makes sense. You see yourself every day, so you don't realize. You know? Yes. Are you like? Are you one of the people where like two, three weeks out, you start losing your shit no matter how good or bad is happening. And like, you have to have somebody there to tell you what to do because, yeah, you know, cause some people they'll about a few weeks out, two, three weeks out, they start completely like, Oh, I'm not going to do good. I'm not going to You're like, dude, you're looking fine. Shut up. You're fine. Just keep eating. And they'll, they'll like almost have a meltdown right before the contest. It's just, I mean, I used to do it, but it's just oh, yeah. uh, like, so, I mean, are, are you good at, at keeping, keeping level and stuff up until the contest or do you start start questioning everything as you get closer to the contest obviously yeah you're always questioning yourself i mean there's no there's no way you, you can be certain that you know you're going to do good or anything it, it would <laughs> i guess you know there's a part in you that's always kind of self-destructive yes you know and you're like trying to sabotage yourself no matter what no matter how good you're doing you know you're going to be like what if I had, you know, a bit of almonds today, you know, it won't show, it's all right. And then you're like, hang on, you put all this work into it and 
because you have a little craving, you're gonna, you know, you're gonna mess it all up like that. So it, it takes, it's, it's hard. I mean, up into the moment you step on stage, you're always wanting to sabotage yourself. You're thinking, oh, hell with it. You know, I, I'm looking, I'm looking good enough that I can work, walk on stage right now, you know, and, but then you realize <laughs> that you could have done better. So I, I, that, that's kind of what pushes me to, uh, to not, you know, get off track is because I would hate myself so much if I were to realize after, you know, once I'm on, on the stage and I didn't get to uh, where I wanted to be, the only person that I could be mad at would be myself because it's not the coach, it's not the jury, it's not the other, you know, uh, 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 the other people on stage, it's you. You know, if, if you're not where you're supposed to be, if you're not where, you know, the body, if you don't look the way you're supposed to look, it can only be your fault because you could have done better. You know, I don't wanna, I don't wanna go on stage thinking that I could have done better, so. That's the only thing that keeps me the, um, um, getting off track. The sabotage can work in both directions. I've seen instances where somebody will, you know, you'll have somebody that can lose weight eating plenty of carbs, but then three weeks out because everybody else is cutting carbs, they'll just be like, well, I'm not losing fast enough and cut them all out and starve. And then they go on stage looking horrible because they overdid it. Their cortisol's through the roof. They look stringy. Um, I've, I've done this myself too. And uh, yeah. so, I mean, just – it's not always like, oh, I can get away with eating this. Sometimes it's, I'm not doing enough. And you could sabotage yourself doing that. Oh, yeah. Definitely. So, well, I mean, it's like, you know, uh, thinking, well, maybe if I did a bit more cardio, you know, it would, I would look better. It's just the same thing as what you're saying. You know, you, you'll be like right now, I was supposed to, I mean, I was doing 30 minutes in the morning, 30 minutes in the afternoon of cardio. Now, coach told me to do only 35 minutes a day of cardio. I'm like, whoa, are you sure? You're like, okay, you know, I'll, I'll do it. But then, you know, there's a part of me, I'm sure, that's going to be like, do another 20 minutes. You know, I shouldn't. You know, you, you got you to gotta trust uh, whoever's in charge here. It's not me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's a good point. Um, Sometimes when you, you start backing off and eating a little more and doing less cardio, you start filling out and everything starts recovering. The water leaves the skin because your cortisol lowers again. You're like, wow, that was actually a smart move. You know, and so it's, 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 it's all the science of it. And if you, you have somebody there that's not dieting, that's telling you uh -huh. what to do, I mean, you, you trust them because they know what's going on. They're able to think about that stuff where something like oh, that yeah. may, may slip your mind if you're deep into prep and you're trying to eat. All you keep thinking is more, more, more. You know. And, and you got to remember when you're on prep, you have that prep brain. You can't trust yeah. yourself. I mean, no, your you your mind is going, you know, it's bouncing off the walls there. It's like, like I, I see it, for example, at work, <laughs> you know, I'll be forgetting stuff. I'll be my out there, you know, and people will be like, are you all right? Like, no, I need carbs. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, Give me a break. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. And uh, one of the, Examples that you were talking about, about um, everything, you know, it's, it's, it's the competitor's fault or the person's fault, something goes bad. Because a lot of people will try to blame, especially when they're on their first prep. But the um, example I was going to bring up with that is, um, oh, crap, I had it in my head. Like, they plan, they plan to go do cardio or something, and they get a call, they have to pick up their kid from school. And because of that, they'll be like, well, I couldn't go do cardio. And then the, because they didn't cardio, they decided to eat some more. When, and then you come find out there was like two hours a day where they were sitting on the couch because they got home early. And like, dude, you know, if you didn't, it, you, you, that's why um, I think I did it, a video on a while back about having a troubleshooting mindset. You got to be a troubleshooter. Mm -hmm. Then something came up. Okay, well, you still have to have this shit to do if you're still wanting to win this contest. You need to figure out how to how to fucking do it. Like, mm -hmm. okay, you didn't bring your food with you, mistake number one. But what what can you do? Oh, yeah. and if you do, and if you don't know, the guy that you're paying to help you, fucking text them, call them, have them call. Mm -hmm. Some people will miss a meal and not even call me and use that as an excuse to eat a bunch of shit. I'm like, why don't you just mm -hmm. tell me tell me where you're at? You know, I know that restaurant. I could have told you to do this and tell them to not cook it like this, and you would have been fine. But instead, you just went and got the whole pizza because you missed the chicken breast. It doesn't even make any fucking sense. Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That happens a lot. <laughs> I got, I'll, I'll hear, I'll hear people all the time, uh, you know, that are uh, getting ready for a show and they'll be like, you know, I didn't, I didn't drink my gallon or two gallons of water today. Oh, well, I'm like, mm, no, you really got to drink your water. That's really important. Or like, I only brought one meal with me. It's okay. I'll have a, you know, a protein bar. <laughs> yeah like that's that yeah people sometimes it, people it, rely on that too much it all it all comes down to one thing how bad you want it you yeah know? It's, it's that's it you know if 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 you're allowing yourself to do this and that not going as planned uh then you don't want it as bad as you want as you say you want it you know yeah and so like what happens if somebody doesn't drink their water what usually do you hear next you hear oh i'm bloated oh i can't go to the bathroom Oh, I'm not. And you're like, yeah, your body needs water to process that food. You're eating more food than a the normal person. Or, you know, they won't tell their coach that they didn't dr- drink that much, you know, the yeah. water. And then the next day, you know, like, let's say they have a, a high sodium day or something like that. Their body's not going to respond the same way. And then the coach will be like, okay, damn, I didn't see that coming. Uh, how are we going to, you know, because they do that before the show to see how your body's going to react. Yeah. You know, they'll, they'll carve you up one day or they'll, you know, sodium you up or whatever to see you know what to do right before you you hit the stage and if you're not following certain you know measures that they give you then they'll give you the wrong measures the day of and you'll be like well coach you know that didn't work and they'll be like damn you know what did you do wrong and for those people that don't that haven't competed before usually if you stop drinking water, your body's going to stop secreting the water because it's going to want to hold it. And then you eat the sodium. Now it's going to pull in more. Next thing you know, you're a fucking balloon. So mm-hmm. I, you know, if you keep drinking the water, you'll still keep getting rid of it. So oh, that's yeah. why, that's why she brings that up. That's a very good point. Just those little details. They mean everything. It's like, we don't tell you this shit for no reason. Like there's a reason why we tell you guys to do stuff. There's a reason why you tell your clients to do stuff. There's a reason why people tell me to do shit. And you know, they think that we're just because this is what everybody says. Like, no, there's, there's calculated reasons. And when you say this is not a big deal and then you find out why real quick. Oh, for sure. It's a science and there's no, oh, yeah. you know, there's no way around it. You, you got to understand that it's not, it's not just guessing that doesn't work. No. And it's funny. It's like, it seems complicated, but when you get back to the basics, it's actually really simple thought process, but it can, it can get complicated real quick. If you let it get away with you, like, as simple as drink water, you won't hold water. Like that's a simple concept, mm-hmm. but you know, um, you, you can overthink it. You always have to remember like the basic fundamentals is one, one of the things I've learned. Yeah. But it's, um, do you have, before we go, do you have, uh, actually I wanted to ask you what, what aspirations do you have as, as a competitor trainer? Is this just something you're doing as a hobby for fun or do you see yourself going the distance with it? What's the vision you have for yourself? doing this right now hey i will go as far as it takes me buddy yeah. i mean if I, if it takes me to pro card that's that's where i'm going because once once you tasted it you're like the sky is my limit you know why why stop now you know it's it's just it gets better the more you do it it just gets better and uh what i think you know the moments where I'm finally going to step on that stage, it's going to be the happiness I'm going to feel. I know it already because, oh, hang on. Do you see me? Yeah. It cut off for a second. I have low battery or something. Uh, yeah, it's uh, the accomplishment, you know. And after that, I know that I'm going to be missing that feeling, so I'm going to want to do it again, obviously. And, you know, it's going to take me somewhere. So hopefully we'll go as far as getting a pro card. And if that's the lifestyle you're going to stick with because you like the structure and everything, you might as well do something with it. I mean, it, it makes sense. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. And some, some days I'll, you know, I'll be guessing, second guessing myself thinking, ah, oh, this is not for me. It's hard. It's, it's difficult. And yeah, it is. It's kicking my ass every day. Uh, but you know, that's my man said the other day, he's like, but then what, what would you do? You know? And I'm like, you know what? You're right. What would I do? Uh, because like I said earlier, it's, it is an addiction and I'd rather have this addiction now than the ones I used to have. <laughs> so here's you know, a, just, here's a weird question that just hit my head. I want to ask, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. I just want to ask you. No, no, you didn't. 
you know, I know that some of us do this because it's hard as hell and you have to fight through stuff. To me, it would almost be the same as if when I was trying to be functional when I drank a lot. You know, so it's like when I'm tired, and I still have stuff to do. Okay. I think part of the reason why I like this because I'm like, man, this ain't shit. I've, I've went to work fucked up before I can do this. Exactly. Do you think, do you think yeah. that there's any of that? And that's one of the reasons why when we're so run down and tired and stuff, we still like, fuck it, we can still do this. Exactly. Exactly. Because I, I spent 15, uh, more than 15, almost 20 years of my life messing myself up. And I'm like, if I put that much time and effort in completely destroying myself, I should be able to put that much amount of time in bettering myself. So, you know, it's not as, it's, it's more, it's more effort to destroy yourself than to, to build yourself back up. Yeah. It actually, is. How long did it take you to bounce back? Like when you started going clean and doing the training and everything, how long before you started feeling a hundred percent? Like it didn't take you know 20 what? years. Pretty, pretty fast. Really? Yeah. I can't remember how long, but it was, I mean, it's like, like you said earlier, it's a switch. It's like all of a sudden, boom, you're a different mode, you know? And I don't know if it's something that, you know, that's just me or whatever. Like when I stopped doing drugs, I stopped, boom, like that, you know? Uh, well, there was, you know, an episode in my life that kind of woke me up, you know, but uh, it, it was a switch. I decided no more, you know, that's enough. Well, the enough reason I yeah, the re reason I ask that is because there's people that will be down in rock bottom and they'll be like, well, there's no reason for me to start now because it'll take forever. You said you put 20 years into it and then you started training within six years. You're already training people. You're on your second contest. You look great. You have a little body fat. It didn't take you 20 fucking years to undo all that. So these, no, people, so these people are sitting there down in the dumps thinking, oh, this is going to take forever. I might as well not start. You need to get off your ass and get started because oh, yeah. you can, if you really put 100% into it, you can get there faster than you think. Oh yeah, definitely. And like I said earlier, just start with 30 minutes, 30 minutes, anything, just do it. You know, anything, anything that better than what you're doing. Oh yeah. And you'll never regret it. That's what, that's the best part of it. Because you know how many people come up to me and say, you know, I used to lift. I used to, and all that. I'm like, good for you. You know, I don't care what you used to, you know, it doesn't, it doesn't make who you are now. You know, you, you make the decision to be, look who I'm going to be next year instead of, yeah. oh, I used to be like that. Who cares? You know, it's, it, you used to do that. Great. I could say I used to, you know, I don't know, lift a freaking house. It doesn't matter. It's not who you are today. You know, you try, you're trying to be the person you're going to be in the future. Don't try to be who you were in the past. It's not constructive. And when people say that, the first thing I think of is, why'd you stop? <laughs> yeah. And yep, yeah. There, there's well, a, there's always a, have an excuse. You know, it's, yeah. it's, it's a very good excuse. You know, like, oh, I injured myself. Okay, well, you know, I, I, trained, I trained this dude. He didn't have legs. Okay, he That's lost both point. his legs. And I was still, he was still doing legs with me. You know, I still had him do some squats and, and all that. You know, he, he had no legs uh, underneath his, his uh, knees. No, actually, it was above his knees, uh, cut off, you know. So there's no excuse, you know. It's, I mean, if you're, if you're trying to find an excuse, you will find an excuse. But yeah, it's about time you take up you for know, yourself. It's funny you said that. I, you know, I've, I've trained um, a few people where they had the odds against them. You know, I, I've seen people, I've trained people without limbs. I've trained people that their health was, uh, they were way overweight and weren't going to get in the military and they did it. I've trained people that were, transgender and we're trying to compete in a figure category they're trans female trying to be a female trying to get a female physique to compete i mean i've seen all kinds of stuff and when you see people do that and mm -hmm. successfully and then you hear somebody with some shit excuse and almost be like dude have you not seen what some of these fucking people can do when the odds are against them and then you're telling me like you didn't come to the gym because you're fucking tired mm -hmm. you know come on so i i've seen like i've seen a lot i've seen a lot of people and most of it's up here. Like as soon as they get this shit straight, they can do whatever the hell they want, but they yeah. have to have that light at the end of the tunnel. And if you have this, you know, Oh, I can't, together. I can't. Yeah. You know, it works together at first, you know, you, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta beat this dude, but then, you know, you start working out and then it just, you know, it, the, the physical takes the mental and vice versa. They, they build each other up. 
So like you, like you were saying. As you soon gotta, as you get started and you see a little bit of progress, that usually puts the light at the end of the tunnel. And the person who never thought they were going to get there is usually the one carrying the cooler food around with them. You just have to get them to start believing. And so like yeah. when, I, when I see people, I've trained people that have done awesome things. So when somebody gives me a crap excuse, I usually just come back with, dude, that's you're full of shit. Come on. I've seen, I've seen people with worse do more than what you're wanting to do. Uh-huh. You know, so it's like, like we keep saying, you want it bad enough. There's a way you just gotta, you gotta sit there and think outside the box, you know, troubleshoot and figure out how you're going to get it done. Uh-huh. So, that's right. That's I, re- I really appreciated you coming on and talking and tell us, cause I was, uh, when I heard you've been prepping almost like so long as like, I want to find out what she did, how she kept her condition without losing her mind. God, we we'll don't prep for that long. Well, how many more weeks do you have till the contest? Less than two weeks. Oh wow! So you're you're yeah. at the home stretch. Oh yeah, this is the last this is the last uh, straight line here. Shoot, I'm let me excited. know how you do. Let me know how you do. Oh, I want to. I'm curious. Oh definitely, and, um, you'll, you'll hear all about it on Instagram. <laughs> oh yeah, and um, you, anytime you want to come back on, I'd love to have you back on sometime. And, oh absolutely. Um, even though, some, and even with some of the debates that me and some of the trainers are planning on having on here if you want to come on that that'd be awesome too i like getting people oh yeah i love to different perspectives so all right uh samantha adams uh, i will post her instagram and stuff below if you guys want to contact her or anything like that I'll, um you know look in the video description or the podcast description her info will be there um all right um have a I hope the last few weeks are smooth and i hope everything goes well when you get on stage thank you yeah i'll, I'll definitely uh, be thinking about you when i'm up there all right, all right. <laughs>